Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Surrendering your heart to God's will shouldn't be your option of last resort. It is for far too many Christians. Because we have this mindset, we have this idea that if I completely surrender my heart to the will of God, well, He might kill me too. He might make me go here. He might make me do that. We definitely have the mindset that God is the last resort. Whenever a problem arises, we try to solve it ourselves. We fail to do so, and instead of coming to God first, we come to Him crying for help. In today's message, Pastor Robert tells you how you can change this and always put God first in any situation. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 21, as he continues his message, God's will be done. The Apostle Paul, then still known as Saul of Tarsus, the student of Rabbi Gamaliel Gamaliel, He was there. He was giving approval, giving his approval to the murder of Stephen. I find that so incredible. Philip, the evangelist, now with these four young daughters, teenage daughters, and he's giving hospitality to one of the men who murdered his friend. Can you imagine? I mean, you need, to, you need to let that soak for a minute. One of your closest friends in the world had become a Christian. I think I would struggle. I think, listen, I think Philip struggled to forgive Paul because it's human nature. Paul had participated in the brutal and unjust execution of his friend Stephen. And now they're sharing meals together and and staying under the, the same roof. Probably praying together every day. Amazing. Amazing. Point number two. God can change an enemy into a friend when we forgive. And forgiveness is not about how you feel emotionally. It's a decision you make. It's a choice you make. It may take a while for the emotions to get in line. One of the things that helps me, like in in thinking about this, when God is doing a work in somebody's life, 
you know, like I've had cops say to me, you know, it just doesn't make sense to me that God will take a murdering rapist and they pray a prayer so he lets them in heaven. No, that doesn't make any sense. But that's not what happens. What happens is you take a murderous rapist who actually has an encounter with Jesus, and so they sincerely cry out to God for his mercy and his salvation. The Bible says, well, God sends his own spirit into that human body, and a change takes place. And the murderous rapist, spiritually speaking, dies. And a new creation is born. You see, what happened here, Saul of Tarsus became Paul the Apostle. Saul of Tarsus had been this murderous persecutor of Christians. Paul, on the other hand, wasn't that guy. He was the great apostle. He was a a lover of Jesus Christ, not a persecutor of Jesus Christ. And so Philip wasn't hosting Saul of Tarsus, the murderer. He was hosting Paul, the apostle, the servant of Christ, a brother in the Lord. Do you understand? Who do you struggle to forgive? Did you know, Jesus warned us. He told us really clearly. If there's somebody that you won't forgive, and don't say can't. That's a cop-out. You won't. If there's somebody you won't forgive, then your father won't forgive you either. Jesus said that. I'm not saying that. Jesus said that. It's something to grapple with. What are you holding on to? Verse 10, as we stayed many days, a certain prophet named Agabus came down from Judea. When he had come to us, he took Paul's belt, bound his own hands and feet, and said, thus says the Holy Spirit, so shall the Jews at Jerusalem bind the man who owns this belt and deliver him into the hands of the Gentiles. Now, when we heard these things, both we and those from that place pleaded with him not to go to Jerusalem. Then Paul answered, what do you mean by weeping? And breaking my heart, for I'm ready not only to be bound, but also to die at Jerusalem for the name of the Lord Jesus. So when he would not be persuaded, we ceased, saying, the will of the Lord be done. Agabus was the real deal. We see him in a couple of places. He doesn't make any assumptions. He doesn't add to the prophecy. He simply delivers the message. This is what's going to happen in Jerusalem. They're going to tie you up and hand you over to the Romans. And all the people, oh, you can't go, Paul. Oh. Point number three. Surrendering your heart to God's will shouldn't be your option of last resort. It is for far too many Christians. Because we have this mindset, we have this idea that if I completely surrender my heart to the will of God, well, he might kill me too. He might make me go here. He might make me do that. He might hold out on me. And 
I'll be miserable for the rest of my life. When I, it's like I, I, recently I heard it again. I've, I don't know how many times I've heard it. Yes, I'm going to give my life to Jesus, but I want to have some fun. Because the mindset, the idea is that those two things are mutually exclusive, right? I mean, if you surrender yourself completely to Jesus Christ, that's the end of all fun. No, it's not. As a matter of fact, and I can tell you in my life, I was 24 years old. And just to put it in perspective, I started smoking weed at the age of 13. You know, I don't know. I won't dredge up all of it. But I went really nuts at the age of 19. I was already married and divorced by 19. When I met Jesus at 24, I wasn't looking for him. I was drunk, leaving a bar. I had an encounter with, with Jesus Christ. I had no idea the adventure that he intended to put in front of me. I had no idea. I have had so much fun following Christ. Now, those of you who know me well, you know it's not all been fun. But you know what? <laughs> it definitely wasn't all fun before I met Jesus. At least I've had him with me for the stuff that's not so much fun afterward. I've been... Anyway, God's will for your life is good. and It's perfect. Even when it involves some pain and some suffering and even death. Because, again, you have to remember, as I've said so many times before, we're going to be there a lot longer than we're going to be here. 70 or 80 years on this plane and then eternity beyond do the math see paul understood but his friends hadn't quite reached that level of spiritual understanding or, or maturity their perspectives ended at paul's grave We're so glad you tuned in to Main Thing Radio today. We'd like to encourage you to continue reading God's Word daily, looking for the powerful truth and the promises that lie within its pages. There's always something to learn from the Bible, and we hope you'll make it part of your daily routine. If you'd like to listen to more of Pastor Robert's teachings from the Book of Acts, you'll find them at MainThingRadio.com. You'll also learn more about this ministry and connect with us on social media. We also encourage you to subscribe to our podcast. Here's David to tell you more. Life these days moves fast. From one appointment to the next, most of us race through our days at blinding speed. But there's always a moment to pause. Those in-between times are great opportunities to connect with God. Subscribe to the Main Thing Radio podcast to enjoy messages like you heard today. Anytime, anywhere. Simply go to MainThingRadio.com and click on the podcast button. Thanks, David. We also want to invite you to join us for worship this weekend. Come visit Calvary Miami Beach on Sunday for worship and Bible study. Or join us online as we live stream. 
you'll be able to find out all you need to know by clicking on Calvary Miami Beach under About at our website. Again, that's MainThingRadio.com. That's all we have time for today. Join Pastor Robert next time, right here on Main Thing Radio.